speaker has been recorded at an online meeting of Addictive Eaters Anonymous. You can email us at contact at aeainfo.org. Mina, would you like to unmute and share with us tonight, please? Yes, thank you, Claire. My name's Mina. I'm an addictive eater. And thanks to everyone for being at the meeting and for the meeting being possible. And it's nice to see everyone and welcome to the newcomers. And um, yeah, um, I am an addictive eater. Um, but I sort of think back to um, what it's been like for me with food and um, and in recovery. Um, like my earliest memory, I do remember being um, in, in nursery and it was Christmas time and we had um, a Christmas party. And I don't know if it was a happy memory or not a happy memory, but I do remember um, just being around a table with people you know, Santa, there would have been gold coins and presents. And I think it was a joyous thing. You know, I remember enjoying it, but I just remember the feeling inside of just feeling a bit different. Uh, but I look back at photos of that and I think that was such a happy time. You know, I had my little hat on and kind of growing up and, you know, coming from a home that there was addiction and um, alcoholism and I lived in quite a lot of fear a lot of the time. And I remember, you know, a lot of photos for me in my childhood. I've always got a bar of chocolate or I'm eating. And I just remember the sense of comfort that I got from, from food. Um, it did give me a sense of ease and comfort. And I absolutely loved chocolate. Chocolate was my go-to for everything. Um, but I was not the type of person who could eat and not put on weight. I, I could literally look at food and um, I would put on weight. You know, to think of um, what it was like, I must have been an absolute nightmare around food because I always remember having, always on a diet, my niece commenting that I was always on a diet, uh, which I was. Um, always trying to cut out food groups, like becoming a vegetarian, very obsessed by my weight and my appearance and, um, you know, never feeling clever enough, never feeling pretty enough, never feeling good enough and always turning to food. I can kind of remember when I started to question, um, why did I always have to say yes to food? I remember being in a relationship with someone who, has now actually died of addiction, um, a drug overdose. Um, and I was in my teens and we'd arranged to do things at the weekend. And you know, I was really trying to get out of this relationship. And um, he'd say, why don't we get some food? And instantly I would say yes, because I was powerless over food. And anytime food was mentioned or food was a possibility, my answer always had to be yes. Um, because I always wanted and needed to eat and I felt like that would just make me feel better and for a long time it did it did make me feel better um, but I remember being about yeah, six, 17 and being you know obviously very self-conscious about my weight both of my sisters are quite overweight and 
Um, you know, I always looked at people who were overweight and just, I remember saying things like, I never want to be a size 14 or, you know, I never want to be overweight and looking at myself in the mirror and um, not wanting to really be around people because I always felt like quite fat and, um, and joining fitness clubs, joining like Weight Watchers and Scottish Slimmers and um, not really feeling like I belonged in those places because um, I would reach my target weight pretty quick um, when I was younger um, and then just sort of have to leave. And I remember always thinking, I think that there's something spiritually wrong with me. Like, I think it's a little bit more than just I eat too much or... Um, or I need to go on a diet or I remember yeah being 17 and um, going to my doctor um, I was in Weight Watchers at the time and I was a perfectly healthy weight but I couldn't stop eating um, and this is yeah when I was 17 and and just saying to the doctor you know I can't stop eating can't stop eating apples um, can't stop eating food and he just burst out laughing at me um, and said, you don't have a problem. He says, you know, I have a problem with people who have a problem. And the moment you walked into this room, I could see you didn't have a problem. But I knew I had a problem. Um, and when the door shut, I remember thinking, go back in and tell him that you drink too much. But I thought, no, I don't want to get myself into trouble. And and it took you know 10 years before I came into a 12-step program after that. And that was just lots of dieting, lots of weight gain, um, lots of trying to control my food, you know, very suicidal as well. Never actually, I've never actually attempted suicide, but my thinking quite often would be, you know, you just need to kill yourself, get this over and done with. And, um, but I know now that that actually is my disease. Um, and then, oof, long story short came into AA you know didn't want this program at all and then um tried to yeah leave AA and then realized actually I need I need to be in AA I was in AA for a couple of years and uh, went traveling uh and met a lady who's in this fellowship I actually spoke to her this morning um and she shared with me that she was um, in a food fellowship and I asked her if she would take me to a meeting and she did. She took me to a meeting and um, I asked her to be my sponsor and that lasted about three months. That food plan lasted about three months and I just didn't want to stop eating. I fell pregnant um, and I started eating again and it took me two years and two pregnancies to get to a point of, you know, having to go on my knees, ask to be sponsored, ask to have a food plan um, and not want to eat. My desire to, to not eat became stronger than my desire to eat. And I knew because I hadn't stuck around in AA for like the two years that I went out drinking that I had to stick around in AA um, no matter what. Um, and you know, my experience has not been smooth. It's been nobody's um, nobody's blame but mine. And I see that, you know, I was still trying to control my food and my life and, um, and you know, run the show myself. And 
I briefly went through a phase, I think it was last year, where I, I actually wanted to walk away from AEA, want to walk away from the programme, sponsorship, and uh, <laughs> and I tried to. I tried to just say I'm going to try another way. Um, and I knew really, really quickly that uh, this works for me. Stick around, Mina. You know, if there's one good thing you can do with your life, it's this. Um, and you know to have a sponsor today to be on a food plan um, to have been taken through the steps and to stop fighting things you know stop fighting my food plan um, except that I am completely powerless over food I don't make the decisions about food and being completely fine with that um, and you know get along with a sponsor you know be in a fellowship with people um, you know, follow this path, this path that has been laid out for me that I believe my higher power has, um, has you know, has shown me the way um, and still continues to guide and direct me um, in recovery. Um, and today I actually really love being sober. Um, I love not eating. Genuinely, like, I love the fact that I do not eat today. I've had a couple of days this week where it's been pretty full on. Um, and when I've sat down to have my meal, I'm just, you know, I'm thankful that that's all I can have, um, that I can't eat any more, any less, because I am an addictive eater to the core. And any time I feel moments of stress or just, yeah, just uncomfortable or pain, um, I can see how powerful um, my addiction to food um, could be. Um, so I'm grateful when I, you know, I, I phone people, I come to meetings, I weigh and measure my food, um, I, con I connect with God, um, and, uh, and it's, yeah, it's um I love the serenity prayer I love that you know I, that it is a we program so I am very glad to be here glad to not be eating today and um thanks for asking me to share <laughs>